All right, welcome to Get Real with Chris and Mark. Um, in this episode, we're actually going to talk about uh, credit, how credit works, how you can improve your credit, uh, the negative things that, that can impact your credit, how you can save, and how you can be a millionaire if you tune in till the end. All right, so today we're talking about credit, huh? Credit. That's right. Credit. The the the. It's like almost like a bad word, right? Well, it is credit. a bad word. So I, I think we'll we'll talk a little bit about credit. We'll see how how the time goes, and, and maybe we'll roll into budgeting, which I think is associated yeah. with that. But credit. So buy now, pay later, right? I think a lot a of us are using thing. that right now. <laughs> like there's a lot of credit going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's good credit and there's bad credit. Yeah, um, well, and yeah. people are like, oh, yeah, of course, like my credit's bad or my credit's good. Right. But what I mean by that is there's the good use of credit and the bad use of credit. Right. Well, also, right. I mean, those both, both those basically give you your score, right? Like, I mean, like if you're to some extent, I mean, you know, obviously, if you're if you're abusing it, right. um, then that typically right. translate to a lower score. Lower score yeah. But what I wanted to talk about was how how do we understand credit? How does credit actually work? Right. And then how can you actually repair or fix your credit? I've had lots of lenders that have helped in transactions over the years. Yep. And it's amazing how sometimes they go, okay, all we have to do is do this and your credit score is going to go up this many points. Right. Like, and they know. So I've been very fortunate um, to have been trained by a local lender right. in the subject pretty well throughout the years. And it's given me an understanding. So first things first, I think we'll, for the purposes of this, because it's a, our expertise, I'm going to use the example of on the real estate side, yeah. what does a good recipe for credit look like? So if you're looking to establish credit, uh, some folks have no credit. Well, a lot you know, of people. I can't it's tell you. amazing. How many times do you get the guy that's like, well, I've never had a credit card. Yeah, I pay it, everything in cash. Yeah, I've, I've never that. borrowed anything. And yeah. it's like, oh, great, you can't buy a house. You can't buy a house yet. So, so in those cases, you need to establish credit. Right. So if you're looking to establish credit, um, the best ways to do that and the recipe that most lenders look for is one or two credit cards and one or two installment lines, right? Right. So preferably at least one installment line, at least one credit card. Explain um, an installment line. So I'm... an installment line would be like a, a car loan right. or maybe you consolidated you know, debt yeah. and you're making a payment on something regularly. Um, it could be like a, a camper that you're paying on, a personal loan that you took out. It's a loan that you're paying flat monthly over a term. So right. that's an installment loan. So the reason why they want to see this is they want to see that you you have a habit of paying things back over time. Because essentially, right. whenever you're qualifying for a mortgage, that's what you're going to do. You're going to pay something back over time. For 30 years, you're going to be paying For 30 years. So first things first, you know, so for those of you that don't know, you know, there's three different credit bureaus, right? So we have um, TransUnion. Uh, Experian and Equifax, Equifax, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Experian is probably the the, the big one that has really taken over a lot of the world, you know, when most people pull. But in the mortgage world, you know, you have to, your credit is based off of what's called your middle score. So what they do is they look at all three, they throw out the low one, they throw out the high one, and that's the score that they use. So going back to this, you're establishing, you get one credit card, you get one installment loan like a car loan. If you do that over time, your credit will be impeccable. It's that simple. Now, where do we go wrong? 
<laughs> right. Where do t- people typically go wrong? Well, uh, overcharging and uh, overcrediting themselves. Right. They overborrow. That's over-borrow, the bad, yeah. bad credit, evil yeah. credit. Yeah, because you have so much on, you know, and, and, it, and it's it's not a positive sign, especially in, in real estate, right. mortgage companies, yeah. it's not a positive sign that you're going to be able to maintain service a consistent service. And not just, yeah. not just mortgage companies, but also, you know, rentals. Yeah, 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 So, for sure. I mean, you need to qualify for a rental too. Let's face it. If you have a credit score below 600. It's tough. It's hard to find a place to yeah. live anywhere. So right. this is a really, really important topic. Yeah. So, um, I like to use my own uh, personal experiences, right? So my first experience was a credit card. So I was 18 years old, Uh you know, I was hanging out in college, walked into Circuit City. Circuit City. Remember those? So walked into (laughs) Circuit City. They had this awesome 50-inch screen TV with the Ambilight. You were 18. You remember the lights behind it? It it was was a 50. It was $5,000, all right? Oh, okay. But... No interest credit card, baby. Right. So that was my first experience with a credit yes, card. Yes, I, I got it. approved. I got what I wanted. Buy now, pay later. So, unfortunately, today a lot of folks are are living their lives that way, yeah. and they're living that their lives that way um, for lack of better words to keep up with the Joneses, right? So I'm going to yeah. get the Louis Vuitton bag, you know. I'm going to get the the Jimmy Choo right. shoes, the red bottoms, all that kind of stuff. And honestly, for me personally, typically when I see somebody kind of wearing all that stuff or doing all that stuff, I know that there's a good chance that, that they you're yeah, going to see you know some credit card I, I, I will I'll interfere a little bit. There are a lot of people that do need it for their day-to-day life, right? Like, so, I mean, there's... Uh, as a not, buffer? Yeah. Cool. As well, the, we'll, we'll visit know, that. We'll visit know, that. I definitely think we should because, I mean, I know there's people that abuse it, yeah. right, for frivolous things, but there's a lot of people that do it just to... Sometimes just pay for groceries by. that month, right? right? You know what I mean? Because they had a slow but, month so that's get the hours. That's one of two things. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's budgeting, yeah. right? Or maybe it's just the income. Maybe they've had Could a be. drop yeah. off in employment, like you mentioned. But either way, it boils down back to budgeting. And the reason why I say that is there are folks out there, you can find them on YouTube, that can literally break down to you how you can live in an incredibly, and I mean incredibly frugal fashion, to the point that you only spend a dollar or two dollars right. on a meal, right? Right, right, right. right. So I've seen these, yeah. It's possible. It is possible. It's whether or not you choose to be disciplined I get that. I get that. enough to do that. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. So so going back to this, so we talked about, you know, um, overextending, right? Yeah. So that's what tends to happen. But let's talk about how those things impact your credit, all right? So if you have a credit card, typically you're issued a what? What do you mean you're issued? A, a limit. Oh, a credit right? limit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Credit limit, a cap on what you can borrow. Now that... It's the golden thing right there. That's the biggest thing to pay right. attention That's to. That's the number. Because here's the thing. If you have a $1,000 credit card and you have a $1,000 balance, that is hurting your credit score by as much as 70 points. Right. And it goes, it skews back in the other direction. You can actually get a positive impact by, by 70 points right. by keeping it below 10% of yeah. that limit. So if you have a $1,000 credit card, if you keep it below 10% or below $100, right. if that's where the balance stays when it reports to the credit agency on a monthly basis, it actually helps your score by 70 points. Yeah. So let me tell you, if you're over that limit, between over the limit and under 10%, there's a 140-point skew. Usually. Yeah. In your credit score. Yeah. It could be as much as. Right. Like if that's the only credit card that you have it and you're overextended, it could it be could 140 be, points. Could be, yeah. The other thing is collections. So, um, you know, a lot of folks, let's say that you didn't pay a bill uh, and 
a lot of times it's like a cable bill. Right. Like Whatever it is. Right? Years ago, medical, it's a cable bill. Medical bill or something I didn't like pay that. it, yeah. and I just stopped getting notices. Everybody stopped calling. Thought it went away, right? Well, it's hanging out as a collection right. against you. It's your skeleton. And in some cases, it's your skeleton in your closet. Oh, yeah, right. In some cases, it's 250 bucks. Right. You got this collection there. That collection can hurt you by 70 points Easy, on yeah. your credit score. Yeah. So you might have everything's perfect. But you got this collection from five years ago that you don't even realize is there and but it's I, hurting you. I would say this. I mean, if you're, you know, make sure you talk to somebody professional that can, because sometimes paying it all off or making payments can well, actually, you know, so you don't. It what you don't want to do is you don't want to close things out. Right. A lot of people think, oh, I'm going to pay this off and I'm going to close the account. Well, closing an account, you're eliminating all your credit history. All credit history. So right. you don't want to do that. I mean, I've had people do that in the past where they close yeah. all their accounts and they're like, all right, I paid it all off. I shut it right. all down. It's like, okay, cool. You can't borrow anything. Right. You don't have any. You don't have any way of buying. Right. right. So you know, I often try to tell people, you know, when they come and they're looking to purchase a home, especially because they're like, oh, my credit's good. I know it's good. I make my payments yeah. all the time. I'm like, you need to pull your report and see. Yeah, look at it. Because if you haven't looked, there may be something looming I, I just, in the background. I literally just had somebody yesterday. This exact same thing happened to. Right. I. They assume they had a. They. They told me they had a 750 credit score. Right. Right. And they're lucky if they got 650. Yep. Because they didn't look at their credit report. And they happened. And to they have had some a collection, debt, a collection or, or two on yeah. there that they didn't even know. And then now, there's that. Here's the good news: you pay a collection off, it it'll bounce up. back it pretty right quickly. Yeah. You know, 30 to 60 days, your it credit scores back, back up. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You pay your credit card um, down to below that 10% yeah. threshold. It'll shoot your credit score up. As you pay it down, you're actually your score will. So if you can't pay it down at one. In one fell it'll swoop, improve over it time. It improves over time. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we talked about that seventy swing. Right. There's point differentials in between. In between. That. Right. Exactly. You know, as you pay it down through that spectrum. Yeah. Essentially, if you're at fifty percent, it's not hurting you. It's not helping you. Right. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, but with that said, so those are the two most common things that you see. Yeah. Now the other thing that we see is lates. Yeah. Right. So yeah. let's say you fell on hard times and, and you decided or, or you forgot yeah. and you decided that you were going to miss a car payment. Well, look, lates can only be healed with time. Right. And the downfall is they never go away. So going back to like if you're looking. No, to, I know. I, I, they're, they're on my report all over the place. Right. Yeah. I've been through that. Well, th- yeah. Yeah. They, you know, we, they we, go back, I think, at least seven years. Seven, eight now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes more than that. So with that said, you know, you have that late payment. If it's an accident, you need to plead with whatever company that is to not put it on your credit report or to get it removed because it wouldn't hurt your score negatively. Again, it's something that can only be healed with time. Now, I don't know how much each late payment hits you. I've never been educated on what that looks like. I mean, this is based on buying a house, though. I mean, like, right. I mean, because. But but it's all about score. It is. It's all about score. I I, want to stress again, though, like, it's important, like, don't. Don't assume what you we say you is know, correct. Is exactly right. Talk to you know. We want you to talk to a lender because they may be able to to do things differently yeah. than you and, and even I can't the, do, even you when know? you talk to a mortgage lender, they're going to tell you that they're not a credit professional. This is not what they right. do. For they're they're going to give you that yeah. spiel. But be careful too if you go to a quote unquote That's credit right. professional, That's right? Because there's a lot of scams out there. You need to really make sure that you're with a legitimate. That, company. That's why I say if you're if you've got a plan and you're trying to like let's say for this instance you're trying to buy a home, right? It's always best to get with the lender first and let them steer you to those kinds of companies. Yeah. And fig- the, at the end of the day, they're trying to get you into the house, too, right? right? So it, it matters. So, so again, that's talking about buying a house. Now, obviously, how do you manage your credit in the meantime? You don't do those things. Right. You make sure you pay your stuff on time. Right. Keep your balances on your credit cards low. Right. Like, 
it would be better for you to have ten credit cards that were all at ten percent of the the amount than than having and one, one that's maxed out, maxed out, out yeah. right? Now, granted, if you have ten, that's still going to reflect poorly, right. uh, but it's not as poor if if they are all or one of them is maxed right. out. Now, the key is. Don't max out your credit cards. Right. Easier said than done. No, right? right, right, right. But in order to do that, you have to have a savings. How do you have a savings? You have to have restraint. So I, I have this conversation, you know, with friends of mine, and some people come to me and say, hey, like, I want to get on the track of, you know, buying a rental property, or I want to get on the track right. of, of building wealth for myself. How do I do that? Well, right. you have to have restraint. Yeah. You know what that means? Earn yeah. now, right. buy later. Buy later, yeah. You know, right. it's funny. I listened to um, some of the some you know some of the guys on like the Ken Coleman's and the you know and the um, those and um, those guys all talk about like you know it, it looks like it's so far out when you want to buy it, but the truth is, if you save for a couple years, yeah, and then you go to buy a house or or whatever it is you want to buy your investment property, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're going to be in such a better position when you do that just for the if you if you're if you're diligent and um, disciplined, right. then at the end, you're going to have a much better position when you in a couple, just a couple years. And it seems like forever. But the but problem is, is we live in this Amazon instant gratification, yep. got to keep up with the Joneses kind of world yeah. where, you know, everybody wants to buy the newest pair of Nikes, you know, right. everybody wants to drive the nicest vehicle. And if you want to learn how to be wealthy, uh, it's about sacrifice. Yeah. It's about not not feeding all of your inner desires today right. so that you can have a leg to stand on tomorrow. Or you can borrow to buy a house tomorrow. Or you can take your money and now invest it into other things that not only are going to help you in retirement, but also you could leave a legacy right. for your family. Right. You know, it's scary because I forget the statistics. Somebody told me the other day. Um, like the the amount of uh, potential baby boomers that don't have yeah, yeah, retirement, retirement yeah. savings, right? And we're 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 on it, right? You know, especially in a world where everybody's living longer, yeah. We're we're in an impeding crisis because I believe I truly believe that a lot of people in their forties and fifties right now do not have enough money to retire. I know, and you're gonna, you know, I mean, Social Security is is a lottery. Yeah, if, you're, you're, you, if you, it's, it's still a, there, it's a crapshoot. That's what I'm saying. And, Whether and you have it. That's probably one of the greatest things looming in the background of this country right now that I, could I truly, agree. truly break us. Because, you know, in some cases, um, I'll, I'll come across folks that, let's say that they have $300,000 in their IRA mm-hmm. or their 401k. And, you know, they're thinking that they're going to retire yeah. in the next five years. And it's like, okay, well, you're 55, you're going to re- retire at 60 or 62 and a half or whatever right. it is. You might live to 80. How are you going to survive? Yeah, right. I mean, do the math. $300,000 over 20 years, what is that, Fifteen grand a year? Maybe. It's $15,000 $15, a, a year. You're not going to be able to survive on that. Now, you can supplement with... You know, whatever with Social Security right, and whatever right, else right. is coming in. Maybe you work a side job, but that's the scary thing. Why am I saying this and why am I piggybacking this on the credit conversation? Because I think that a lot of our young people need to hear the credit conversation, right? You know, yeah, and our yeah, young people need to hear and know that three hundred thousand dollars isn't enough for you to retire right. on, and you need to start working on that right now. And how do you do it right now? You sacrifice those extra now. things that you want. Now, now, on the g- most golden for, nugget that I will give you. For later. Yeah. For later. 
most golden nugget that I would give you if you are young, you're in your 20s, you're listening to this, let's say you're making 40 or 50 or 60 or $70,000 right now, right? Your income is going to go up over time. Currently, as of today, you are alive, you are surviving, you are eating, you are living, right? So now you may be over your means and you might need to dial that back in in the meantime. Right. But the next few pay raises that you get, all of that needs to be designated towards your retirement savings. The beautiful thing is just... Not a new jet ski. Not a new jet ski. (laughs) The beautiful thing is just like with the new jet ski, once you've bought it and you start making the payments, you get used to making the payments, once you start putting the maximum amount of money into your 401k, you don't... Your lifestyle doesn't change. Right. And that's the problem that we have in America is everybody's lifestyle, everybody's lifestyle changes as their income goes up instead of their savings changes, changing as part of that. So if you're young and if you can take your next $20,000 in pay raises and designate it for your 401k, this is the best bit of advice that you'll ever get in your entire life. If you do that, you will be a millionaire. You, Maybe you, multi-millionaire, you will, depending right, on you your age. You will be. You yeah. will be. In short order, actually. Yeah. It and, doesn't and take that long. Less time than you think. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the Yeah, I, I was trying to think of it, too. Of how much, I think it's only like 200 bucks a month yeah, that you have to save. Yeah, it is. Something like that. Which, that's only 2,400 hours a year. So, if that's the case, then, you know, it's a 10x right. to that. So, you're talking about $10 million. Potentially. <laughs> right. Yes. Put $20,000 a year into your 401k for the rest of your life. And let And it you'll go. be set. Yeah. Was that fun? No, that that was fun. Anything a else? Well rehearsed, uh, uh, planned. Uh. <laughs> it seemed rehearsed, but uh, yeah, we only it only took us forty five minutes to come up with that topic. I know, right? <laughs> so, right. hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm I'm passionate about savings and finances, and I just want to see people be successful and make the right decisions. Yeah, and it breaks stuff. my heart when I see families that yeah. are overextended. And, yeah, you know, if you're trying to find a way out, seek the resources that can help you. That doesn't mean call me or Chris. No, you know, you can talk what, to a mortgage lender, right. talk to a credit professional. And look, ultimately, if, if you're not going to talk to anybody else, then yeah, call us. We'll help you too. Yep, we'll, we'll <laughs> so, help you find something. Right. So, Chris, yes, where can they find us? Today, you can find us on the baynet.com slash podcast. I see you through me, like, Right at me again, right? <laughs> you can find find us on the baynet.com slash podcast. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on uh, Facebook, on the on the Bay, Baynet Facebook page. You yeah. can find us on, where else, Mark? Amazon, Amazon Music, Music. Anything and else? And just Google Get Real with Chris and Mark. Perfect. So you Easy. should have been saying that. Yeah.